This is Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Dano Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And we welcome you to episode 384 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Dominus Podcast, on YouTube, Dominus Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abair. A chase. So we're uh, doing the show live on Facebook this week, trying once again to be on our page and the Wrestling News Force page as well. So hopefully, uh, the hopefully everything goes well this week. Uh, and as always, if you happen to be watching us as we're doing the show live, feel free to comment, give us your questions, let us know that you're watching, and uh, we certainly do appreciate it. Uh, but we've got quite a bit to talk about this week. We've got Raw. We're gonna uh, re- review SmackDown. We're going to talk about uh, WWE 2K19 oh, a little bit. Oh, you bet We're going to talk about WWE oh, 2K19 yeah. because yeah, we're going to be talking about week. that. Well, if you got the the uh, woo or deluxe edition, yes. So it comes out next week. Yeah, so good stuff. So we're going to be talking about all that good stuff and more. But uh, Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Yeah, you're doing well. How are you, good I'm, sir? I'm quite well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a few more days off, but you know, it is what it is. You get three days off and not too shabby it's much better than having one day off so I'm in, yeah I'm that makes it. up from all those years that we just had one yes yeah so you do uh four 10-hour shifts as opposed to just a uh a, a so like your first two days off you can stay up late and then the last yes. day you just get back tonight, into tonight i have to go to bed early yeah. um but the last like last night i was up until midnight which was funny because i was laying in bed or i was laying on the couch watching tv and i'm I felt like super tired. I was like, "Oh my god, it's probably like one, two o'clock in the morning." It was ten thirty. <laughs> I was like, "Lord have mercy, this is uh, affecting me bad." But uh, yeah, we're getting used to the new sleep schedule, and uh, I'm I'm digging us doing the show a little bit earlier, so that way I can get everything ready to go. So uh, once again, for all of you who happen to be tuning in on Facebook Live, if you have any questions for us throughout the show, if you have any comments, feel free to to post on them, and we'll try to address them uh, during the show if we come up to a stopping point or something, because uh, sometimes we get on a roll and a little tangent yeah. and all that. But Sometimes we just roll so hard that we're rolling down a hill. Tink. Yes. Tink those cups, those plastic cups. Congratulations. Drink of choice tonight. Crown Royal Vanilla and some Coke. So we're going to be having some fun this week for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So welcome to the show. As we're getting closer to um, the Super Showdown. I keep wanting to call it the Ultimate Showdown, but it's the Super Showdown. <laughs> the Ultimate Showdown. And then they also throw in the Crown. The Crown Jewel. And then you've got the Evolution coming up as well. And it's just, it's a lot. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah. Um, it's hard to keep track sometimes as far as what's happening when. So I think the Super Showdown is a week from this Saturday, right? Yeah, I think so. If I'm correct, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> at least we got that part right. But yeah, um, it's, it's a lot. 
they're they're adding a lot of stuff in there. But let's talk about Raw. Um, they Chicks, s- man. <coughs> Chicks, man. Yeah. Uh, we kick things off with a, uh, a new WWE signature. So yeah. Did you happen to notice that? What did you think of um, it? I didn't watch it when it first aired, and then I watched it online. On SmackDown. Or- yeah. It's not bad. Okay, so we got the then, the now, what do you and, think? and forever. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm kind of bummed that they switched it because, like, you know, Daniel Bryan was so prominent on it, and um, they had the well, WrestleMania. Well, they do that every now and then. They yeah, they up. do it every few years, but they had, like, the uh, the WWE WrestleMania 30 logo, and I was like, yeah, that was the one we went to. That was the best one. That was, nope, that time's was, up. I guess so. Time's, time's up, time's up, time's up. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, so I guess you're ready for uh, It's I, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, new episode tonight of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. So, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. It's, it's scary that we're our minds are that yeah. much insane. Yeah. Hell yeah. We've been doing this show way Hell too long. Yeah. You realize we're closing in. We're, we're getting ready in December Mm-mm. to start our ninth year of doing this podcast. Time flies. Yeah. There's so many things that like from when we started to where we are now there's so many things that have just like gone through and changed throughout our lives and stuff and mm-hmm. started out single yeah now we're both married and you got a kid what was it we were single and i got a dog and then this man over here was trying to set me up with a few different women uh the ladies <laughs> ladies um we lived together at one point we were roommates 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 and podcasters yes um Went to, I mean, we still do it from time to time, but we go to wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. Life's got a little hectic right now. Yeah. Um, um, while while we're on the topic of, of going to wrestling shows, if any of our listeners, any of you viewers out there happen to be in Texas and within driving distance of Beaumont, I would highly recommend you check out Hurricane Pro because they're getting to ha- getting ready for a show uh, in about three weeks, and they're going to have Britt Baker on the show. Well, well, they said they said it on their website that they have, or no, on the Facebook, that you want to meet, like, WWE, ROH, and Shimmer stars. Like, who's from all those girls? Who, are they from Shim, some from Shimmer? Who's on there? It said WWE and ROH. Who's from WWE and who's from ROH? I don't recall. Uh, but go on there. Check it out. Hey. Tell them we sent you. And who knows, I, I want to like try to go if somehow not like I don't go if I could pay someone to I have <laughs> the all in deck of cards the trading cards trading yeah. cards and if Britt Baker is going to be there yeah. she's in one of the she's on one of the cards and I would like to get Britt Baker to sign it so yeah that'd be awesome so uh, and if I can't go I'm not going to sell it but in the future if that ever comes up like it'd be now, a good okay. collector's item to have here's something I'm going to do from now on when I get stuff signed from the whoever or whatever like and I think some some people don't have authenticity stuff, so I'm going to get them to sign it, then also take a picture with them. Yeah, with the the item that is signed. Mm-hmm. So in the future, it is you know they yeah. know it's authentic. Yep, it's legit. Legit. Um, for those of you who happen to be watching on Facebook, give us a comment on any authentic items that you have had autographed, aside from like an eight by ten, because you know a lot of people get eight by tens and. Or, or stuff like that. But what's something that's unique that maybe you have uh, that's signed? And, and who was it signed by? So let us yep. know. Unique uh, New York. The, unique New York. Uh, so let's get into Raw. Like I said, they did the uh, the, the new signature. Um, <laughs> Every time I think of the signature, it's like I, I think of uh, Matthew. Hi, Ron. Yeah. And, uh, he got a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm emotion. in the danger zone. 
five stars. Minus five <laughs> stars. So um, yeah, bye bye. <laughs> so we kick uh, we kick Raw off with the Shield coming down. Well, actually, we kicked it off with uh, Baron Corbin welcoming Stephanie McMahon and yeah. Triple H, and Stephanie was none too pleased with the work that Baron Corbin has done as of late. Um, so she booked a match for him. You think to about be later like. On. It's still kind of crazy that okay, so she doesn't like how Kurt did it. So yeah. yes, they put a hill in charge, mm-hmm. but then come back to not like what the hill d- does. Like she figured, she, she thought that he was going to do a better job than what he's done. Yeah, and it's basically he's he basically said, "Well, look, I've you know these guys are out of control. I can't do anything." And uh, and she said, "So you've lost control of the show." So do we know what, what Kurt Angle's up to? In theory, like. Show wise, he's on vacation, but rumor has it is that he's getting ready to come back to the ring. Like he's gonna be sorry in ring performer. But like I, I love Kurt Angle. I love him. Do you? I love him. Does your wife know this? Um, we love him. Me and my wife love Kurt Angle. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't think he should. Yeah. Too too late in his career. or... Like maybe if he like trained more, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. Like his body is, I know his neck and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm still afraid for him. And you could ask him every time we watch a match. It's like it's like a little baby bird. It's like, oh, be careful. Is he okay? Is he, be careful. Oh my God. Be careful. What's wrong? Yeah. So I know it's like. Oh my God, what's wrong? In that time where Braun was being super gentle with him. <laughs> yeah. You could tell. <laughs> no, I love Kurt. I always love Kurt, but I don't know, man. It seems like, and I don't think he's like, how old is Kurt? He's in his 40s or 50s? Uh, late 40s, I think. Late 40s. It's like some of the wrestlers that like their body's broken down and stuff. They still want to keep on going. Hell, if if Ric Flair wasn't in the shape he was in, I bet he would still wrestle. So it was mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. He's 49. He'll he'll be turning 50 this year in December. But <clears throat> shoot. I bet someone who could probably still go because he's probably as healthy as all get out is Stone mm-hmm. Cold. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he'd even want to. No, be, I'm not saying that he would want to. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he still has some lacking I mean, well, injur- injuries from back in the past. But yeah. I bet he's super healthy for he what he a, can be now. Well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> body-wise, he's he's probably very healthy just because he hasn't been taking a giant bump every night, you know. But uh, I'm sure he takes those. Bump and dump. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, and it's kind of it kind of leads me into uh, HBK, who's going to be, who's rumored to be coming out of retirement to perform. Yeah. Like I don't really want to see that. Like I, I wanted him to stay retired. I was yeah. okay seeing him retired. I was not one of those people chanting one more match, one more match. Like no, we got an excellent conclusion to his career. We had the, the <sighs> match of the year by far, one of the greatest matches of WrestleMania, where he faced a. Uh, Undertaker at WrestleMania yeah. 25, which you got to see live. Yeah. Uh, then we got to see the conclusion where he lost to the Undertaker at WrestleMania 26. It was a great farewell. You know, and we a lot don't of people need more from oh, Shawn Michaels. And also, it was the same thing for Ric Flair whenever yeah. he retired and went to TNA. But we also got some of the best work from Jay Lethal. Not his best work, but some of the uh, memorable work from Jay Lethal. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the matches. That has to do with promo. Yeah, but he would have been doing Ric Flair stuff if Ric Flair true. wasn't around. That's true. So, just because he didn't retire, he didn't stay retired. I thank Ric Flair for mm-hmm. that. For uh, Ric Flair, Jay Lethal. Yeah, yeah. 
Anthony commenting, I don't have anything signed, but I was talking to John Morrison about his star glasses. And that's cool. Dude, I have a shitload of stuff signed from yeah. wrestlers. Um, I have a old, uh, an old ring uh, set. It's about that big. It's of the NWA belt. It was NWA TNA. But, like, it's not... Like a regular belt you could put around, but it's like a little toy set. You open up the belt, and there's little wrestlers in there, which is Jeff Jarrett <laughs> and AJ Styles, which I got them to sign when they were at a house show oh, when they yeah. were part of TNA. I remember that. Um, let's see. I got Dixie Carter to sign uh, a ticket for TNA. That's, That's worth when I held the belt. That's when I held the belt. Yeah. When I was a champion for a little bit. Um, <laughs> never a champion. I was. Um, <clears throat> dude, I got uh, my manufactured wrong uh, figure. Which, that's the that's the crown jewel in your collection. Yes, it is, and which I eventually will bring it back up here, and uh, I will show everyone. Which <laughs> I know I've said to people who's been uh, listening and watching this for a while, they know, but newer people probably don't. But so I got this old uh, TNA manufactured wrong figure. Uh, it's so, great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so okay, and on the front there, uh, the little banner to tell you uh, who the superstar is is Raven. The figure itself is Samoa Joe, and on the back, I'll tell you who it is, is Ron the Truth Killings. So, and I got Samoa Joe to sign it. He put oh, Samoa yeah. Joe with a question mark. So, yeah, it's pretty. And I got more stuff which I'm not gonna go into. But, uh, dude, we've been running to wrestlers mm-hmm. and getting people to sign stuff for years. So, got something signed by Dana Bryan. Yes, twice. Yes, I. Um, shoot, I got this. R- I'll say this ROH card. From uh, it was like a best of ROH DVD, and the, oops, you get these cards are about like like that big, and it had like Briscoes and other people, Austin Aries and Daniel Bryan, which I got a Daniel Bryan one in Austin Aries, but Daniel Bryan I got him to sign during WrestleMania 25 when ROH was in town in Houston, and then went to a bar and we got him to sign the bar, a bar, and um, so. Years later, when Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson was in WWE, Daniel Bryan, that day before we go, went to the house show, I picked up another DVD and I got a, another card of uh, Brian Danielson, and I put it in my truck. And that night we went to the, the show, and then later on we went to Applebee's to eat Chili's. Le- Chili's, and um, that night Daniel Bryan came in there and sat right behind us. And I was like, "What the heck?" So I got him to sign that, and I, <laughs> I remember gave, how nervous you were. Oh my god, you were like. <sighs> Okay, I got. Let this. me stand up. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was because we were sitting like this and had to yeah. get out that way. And I got to him to left. sign that again with another message because I gave it to my my cousin Doug and he loved it. So Duh. yeah, because uh, I don't know if it still is, but uh, for the longest time, uh, Brian Danielson was his favorite wrestler. It's, it may he may still be. I don't know. D. Bry, my boy D. Bry. Ha <laughs> um, So I got a lot of stuff. Very cool. Yeah. So lots of merch signed over the years. And, oh, jeez. Uh, I have a lot of 8x10s, like, the, you know, my Kurt Angle one that I happen to have. His Hurt Angle. It's right here. TNA Kurt Angle. Yeah. That's the good stuff. That's what it's all about right there. Uh, I have a lot of other autograph stuff. Um, I actually have, like, a, a little binder full of pictures that I've gotten autographed. And uh, the uh, the ticket from Chris Hero's final show, I got him to to autograph nice. it and the uh and the pro well not the program but the like the flyer with all the <clears throat> matches on there i got him to sign it as well nice yeah so um yeah good stuff so we kick things off with the shield coming out they cut a promo baron corbin comes out braun Dolph, drew they all come out as well braun, Dolph, drew. and they basically said it's going to be the four of <laughs> us against the two of you and they're all like what are you talking about the numbers you know you're not very good at math I man math so um 
they basically start trying to turn Dean Ambrose, saying uh, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns they they've got their championships. They don't care about you, Dean. Yeah. So what's what's in it for he them? He didn't say anything through yeah. the whole time. It was kind of interesting that he kind of held off in the back, like he was behind them. So like if at any point he wanted to, they he could have attacked them, but he didn't. So the the whole story throughout the throughout the night was trying to convince Dean Ambrose, look, these guys don't care about you. You know, they've got championships, you don't. They don't, you know, they never checked in on you during your time away from your injury. Um, you know, join up with us and we'll we'll run roughshod around the place. Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so what are your thoughts on them trying to turn Dean? Uh, do you think he eventually will? I think that's what uh, people want and yeah. um, <clears throat> they could go that way, but I don't know, man. I know it sounds crazy, but I could just I care less. About, yeah, not uh, not a fan of it. Dean Ambrose, not a fan of Dean. I don't think he's horrible, but I'm just you know. Are not, you are you are you? Do you have like a bad taste in your mouth from the way that he was presented before his injury, where he was like the wacky times, zany guy? Because I, to be honest, that's kind of how I am. Like it was whenever he came out with the hot dog cart and was spraying mustard and ketchup and they're like, Oh my God, he's the lunatic. I'm like, that's not lunacy. That's just idiotic. It's idiotic. So, you know, you got to have him be crazy in order to appear to be a lunatic. But, and for whatever reason, every time they just say fringe, it just doesn't do anything for me. What is that? It reminds me of like the edge of a knitted tablecloth or something something that grandma made it's like the lunatic fringe <laughs> look at the look at the detail that they put into this like the lunatic yeah i mean it's like you know whatever like call him the lunatic it's the lunatic dean ambrose i feel like that would the looney tune mm, that's kind of where they're going with the character but just have him be the lunatic fringe get rid of the fringe he is the fringe. The fringe. The fringe zone. The fridge. The fridge? He's not the fridge. He is not. There's someone else who's been the yep, fridge. That's the fridge. Yeah. So uh so they have a match scheduled for later in the evening. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh after that we got to see Finn Balor going up against Jinder Mahal. I was watching uh I don't know if it was last week or this week or when uh backstage when uh, Jinder was talking to Alicia Fox and stuff and trying to get through the breathing techniques and say shanti, shanti. and she's like shanti <laughs> <laughs> you're right i need to channel my inner r&b singers like no 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 that's not what i'm trying to say yeah shanti <laughs> i like that that was pretty good <laughs> yeah so uh so that's they're you know the reason why they had this match because they're mixed match challenge opponents and yeah. you know alicia fox teamed up with jinder mahal and i forget who oh bailey has teamed up with finn finn balor so um Ashanti. Ashanti. Now I'm going to say that every time he says Ashanti. That. Ashanti. Yes. Uh, so what did you think about the uh, the match? Anything really stand out? Um, I mean, the only thing that really stood out for me was Bailey giving the Bailey to Belly to um, a good old what's his name? Mr. Bollywood Boy. Yeah. I can't I remember which one name. it is. <laughs> I don't know. My memory is excellent today, by the way. Excellent. Uh, Anthony Good. saying, I want the shield to stay together, but uh, all as heels again. So, and I don't know if it's not going to happen now. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be able to pull it off. I think they, they had that window of opportunity and they passed it. Um, and they're, they're trying to get Roman Reigns over um, more than anything. Okay, just think about this Thinking. for a minute. Okay, so they brought the shield back, right? Mm-hmm. They did a heelish thing. They did. 
because Braun was about to win or is beating up Roman. Yes. And they came out of nowhere. Yes. As heel, I mean, feels as uh, faces just to take care of Braun. Mm -hmm. And that was before Braun turned heel, right? Yes. That's, that was what caused him to turn heel. So because of those actions. And then Braun had to get a pack of his own to face the shield. That is correct. Yet. So he's justified in his actions. He's justified. You know what I mean? And like, so the shield was wrong. They were doing hillish stuff. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I think that was their opportunity to turn them heel, but they chose mm-hmm. against it because yeah. they don't want Roman to be heel. Because I was bummed. I'm not going to lie. Um, I have nothing like too much against the shield. Yeah. But I'm, I'm for Braun and stuff. And I was like, that was a cop out, you know, mm-hmm. just to uh, bring them in and do that and stuff. And. I don't know. Everyone's cheering at the same time. I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling this at all. Well, it's because it was a shield reunion. So the crowd went nuts for it. But had they stayed heel, I felt like it would have been a bigger impact than what they eventually went with. Yeah. So anyway, so it led, led to what's going to happen at the, uh, the main event of, uh, of raw, but Finn Balor ends up defeating Jinder Mahal. Then we got to see the riot squad going up against, mm-hmm. uh, the Bella twins and Natalia. And you chuckle because of what happened during the match. Damn. Um, Brie Bella just doing the yes kicks to, uh, to live more. She even like, what'd you say? I know you said live more. You said live Morgan, but it kind of sounded like you said something else. Like you, you mumbled or you mixed up the words or something. I don't know. Whatever. I hope um, not. If I'm correct, was she watching where she was kicking? There's debate over it. People were saying that she wasn't paying attention to what happened, that she was just doing the kicks and, you know, that was... In the moment. Yeah, being in the moment. And uh, there are some people that are saying that her cadence was off because when Daniel Bryan does it, he kind of takes his time doing the kicks. um, And they're saying that, you know, it didn't give Liv enough time to, to sell it. Because normally whenever they get kicked, they go back, and then they lean forward. Also, if you think about it, that's also a different case. So when they kick the women, are they supposed to hit from right right here to right here? Or are they supposed to below it? Because Mm. how do they – they have a sports bra on or whatever, but they're – do they really kick him in the the, the boobs the or the chest still Just or like the chest? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Chest. But, um, My bad. I don't mean um, to offend anyone. I think they try and do it because with chops, they chop like right here. Yeah, I don't think they want to do it in the rib cage, just because that's that's how you crack ribs fairly easily. But if they go towards the the more the chest area, I think it's a little bit safer. Me personally, I don't I don't know how they prefer it. Maybe they talk about it backstage and say, okay, you know, here's here's your target window, um, try and do that. But it was one of those things where Liv got knocked back. You know, she's trying to sell it, so she leans back, goes forward. And that's normally time where Brie lines up to kick again. But that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe her cadence was off. Her timing wasn't right. She was speeding through it. Because whenever Liv went forward, Brie's leg was already coming up for another Ugh. one. So it caught her once, and she kind of, you know, went back, went down again, and it caught her again. And as soon as it happened, I was like, she's knocked out. Like, she's unconscious. There's She's unconscious. Um and then she went, you know, Brie went for the cover and instinctively, like that's, you know, they say it all the time. They're like, oh, how did he kick out? Oh, it must have been instinctive. And, you know, they, they she play up to it. It happened. This one and was she, pure instinct. Like yeah. she was unconscious uh, or in, a, in such a daze, but in her mind, she's so used to kicking out that 
she just naturally did it and more power to her for doing it. Um, but I mean, you could tell immediately that something was wrong. She got kicked in the head. She was, she was out of it. Um, and then whenever they tried to, when Bree tried to get live up to bring her over to the corner, cause you could tell they were trying to work it to where she couldn't even walk. Yeah. Like she fell forward and like Bree was like pulling her and you can actually hear, if you go back and watch it, you hear Bree go, she needs to get out. Uh, and that's when, you know, um, Ruby tagged in and, uh, and Sarah Logan, like she had her hands over her mouth. Like she was shocked. She was like, yeah. oh, my, oh my God, what just happened to my friend? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she rolled out and they said that they, they had to physically restrain her once she regained consciousness because she wanted to get back into the match. And they're like, no, you need to not do that. You need to stay out. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of backlash over this, um, saying that Brie is unsafe. <clears throat> Brie is, you know, she's Here's the thing. Shit happens. It does. I mean, what else has she hurt someone else multiple times? No, but no, the, what the complaint is, is that she's, she's had several mistakes over the last few weeks. She hasn't been up to par with, with holding her own in the ring. Um, so people, take offense to that and plus the name bella doesn't sit well to with too many fans these days um you know you have you have a lot of talented people in the ring and i don't think it was these days i think i think the people who've never been like fans of her are still not fans of her yeah and so that's what it is you know people are are looking for a reason to blame her for this but it's one of those things like like you said you know accidents happen this what this is what comes with wrestling yeah it's part of the business unfortunately you know you can't always work a safe match sometimes injuries do happen um and like i said i don't i don't personally feel like it was intentional i don't think no, she went out nah. there to she in, would not to intentionally yeah. hurt Liv morgan i don't think that was what she was trying to do um now whether it was a timing issue whether it was she lost focus on what she was doing she um, she need. you know maybe maybe focus on that and pay better attention um but I don't feel like it justifies having a huge backlash from the fans. Um, I mean, look at what happened yeah. to John Cena when <clears throat> Seth Rollins broke his nose. Dude. Like, that like, was that was sick. The fans, internet fans, are so quick, mm-hmm. so quick to jump on someone and gripe. Oh, yeah. But it's one of those things, you know, like we said, accidents happen. Stuff gets out of control. Uh, it wasn't intentional. Uh, at least I don't feel like it was. You could tell Ruby was was pretty upset over it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was an accident, and you know she she was diagnosed with a concussion, so she's going to oh. be out for you know probably a couple of weeks, which is bad because they're getting ready for the Super Showdown, and she's oh, scheduled to be in the match. Shit, who they're going to replace unless they take? Huh. I don't know because it's going to be Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins going up against the Riot Squad. Either have just one Bella with Ronda Rousey, or take the Bellas out and put um, Natalia. Natalia. Yeah, that could be a that could be an audible that they choose to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's there's still. Well, yeah, I mean it's only a little over a week away, so it'll be it'll we'll be close. Simulate gonna, it in two K nineteen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's an accident, you know, accidents happen. It wasn't intentional. Um, she just has to pay better attention to, mm-hmm. to what happens, I guess. We were wrestling earlier and I kicked him in the head. Oh, I don't remember that. You must yeah, have kicked see, me he hard. Yeah, he doesn't remember that at you all. You must have done that really hard. I kicked the shit out of him. Oh, 
Why would you do that? He pooped everywhere. <laughs> I pooped everywhere? No, that's not the true. shit out of you. No, I definitely would have remembered <laughs> that. So, um, but yeah, the Riot Squad end up getting the victory, so it helps establish them a little bit leading up to uh, the... Establish dominance. Yes. Okay. Uh, after that, Dolph Ziggler approached Dean Ambrose, told him, you know, that Rollins and Reigns don't care, and uh, if you want, just give us the signal, and because we're going to be out there watching your match, so let us know if you want us to to take care of business, and we'll come and and be at your aid. Uh, after that, we got to see Connor going um, up against Chad Gable. I, sorry, before that, do you think okay. this anything's going to come of this? Like, um, Dean may try to turn or something. I don't know. I don't really know where they're going. I'm I'm intrigued by it, but. On the same end, I don't really have a whole lot of interest. Like, I'm intrigued to see what happens, but I, I'm not totally invested in it. So, we'll have to see what happens. Um, but, yeah, Connor and Chad Gable had their match. I was expecting Connor versus Bobby Roode, but maybe they'll save that for next week. Uh, Connor ends up getting the victory over Chad Gable. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a... It was an okay match. It was, I, was, I was shocked that they gave the Ascension the win, so they're trying to finally hey. give them a little credit. That's um, their first win in a while on TV. Do you think it's something like along the lines if they've been there a while and they're going to give them a little... I don't know. If they believe in them more, I guess they give them a little more win. Because look at the B team. Yeah. Finally, they gave them something, and now the B team is doing nothing. And now they've got nothing again. Yeah. So uh, I called that. I called them. In my head, I thought that, hey, this is cool. They're going to be doing this. But then guess what? In the future, they're not going to be doing anything. Beat team. Beat well, I bet they are doing something. They're probably going to do, you know, like. I bet they're hit at all the stuff. house shows right now. Yeah. Everyone wearing those B shirts. Do a lot of people buy those shirts? Probably not. Okay. Probably a few people, but. I mean, if I, you want. I'd for see a Christmas few. I'll, I'll get you a B shirt if you want. Nah, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> Give me a D shirt because I hear people love the D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's and what D stands for Daniel, which is who uh, I am. Or D's nuts. No, I don't want nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> nope. Uh, so that takes us into the next matchup for the Tag Team Championship. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre going up against the Revival. And this was a really good matchup. It was still cool that they got their rematch mm. for the title. Yeah. And, got stuff, and there were so many match. times where you thought that the Revi- uh, Revival was going to win. Yeah. And supposedly uh, uh, Vince McMahon was very impressed with the revival. Uh, Are you now repo- re- uh, appre- uh, impressed? Impressed. <laughs> impressed. You're impressed. impressed. <laughs> Are you impressed with them now? You haven't seen all the work they've been doing? Nope. Okay. Okay. Cool. He's too busy with his own stuff. Getting ready for the XFL. Next I was about year. to say the same thing. Or two years from well, now. I was about to say what? 2020. Oh, 2020. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. So uh, <laughs> that's so weird that that's coming back. Um, but yeah, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre end up getting the victory. So hey, congrats on that. Um, after that, we got the Kevin Owens show with Elias. This was my favorite part of the night. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry, like so far, two weeks in a row, the whole uh, Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush <laughs> stuff with Kevin Owens and Elias has More been like my favorite thing. Elias and Leo Rush. Oh, man, who let this kid in? <laughs> Whose no, child is this? No, man, I am totally digging Leo Rush as the mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I I, I agree with that statement. Um, I feel like Bobby Lashley has needed someone to talk for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he can go in there and have God. whatever match he wants, but I am don't like, give him that microphone. I'm in 
denial. You're in denial. The mood, not denial, not the mood. <laughs> but like, I'm I'm ready for like. You're in the, the mood. Du- I'm in the mood. In the mood. Better call yeah. your wife. Uh, come here. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, married. I'm happily married. I want them to do something big with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. Because if you okay, if you think about it, back in the day before they started getting like independent superstars, they like to create their superstars and they like big guys. They pushed Bobby Lashley. Big, sweaty men. They like Bobby Lashley. And now it's like, he's not, what's the biggest thing Bobby Lashley did since he was back? Uh, fight Roman. Yep. That was it. And they decided to go with Roman instead of Bobby. And I know Bobby really wants to fight Brock. Yeah. He does. And it may not be that great of a match, but that's still a fresh new matchup. Maybe, they never fought each other before. Maybe that's what we're leading to. Brock Lesnar comes back at the Crown Jewel, wins the Universal Championship again, <sighs> and then he faces Bobby Lichty. I have a feeling he's going to lose that, and then he's going to be gone for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I, what I'm getting at is I hope I want bigger and better things for Bobby Lashley. And this is a start, I guess, with my man. Leo Rush. My man. I like it when he comes out. He just hits him and he... <laughs> Motivate me. He is a small guy. He's 23. Yes. But he's also the 23-year-old piece of gold. Sure. Let's go with that. Yes. Uh, Dave asking, what's going on <laughs> What's going on with Lana losing her Russian accent? And uh, I don't question it anymore, man. Yeah. It's, I don't. It's like she goes back and forth. <laughs> it's like, she'll start the show having it, and then backstage she doesn't have it. At first, like, stage. it was a few first few times. She dropped it, but you know what? I just leave it alone. Yeah, I don't care. It was like they she would she would lose it for certain words during segments backstage, mm-hmm. but then in previews for for Total Divas, you see that she completely drops it. Yeah, they're in a commercial for like Dollar General store or something, and she completely drops it. Yeah, uh, all of her social media accounts, she's dropped it. In certain promos, she cuts. She'll say stuff and you know. Just regular, and then she'll say certain words with the accent. So yeah, it's like, she'll say Rusev with, the, am, with the heavy R. Like I said, I dude, I I don't I don't care. I just leave it be. It's whatever now. Yeah, it don't bother she, me. She does it's her own. What, yeah, so whatever works. Yep. Sometimes she has it. Sometimes she doesn't. It's like Kofi. Remember when he had a Jamaican accent? Well, he. I guess from he West Africa. They dropped it. <laughs> they dropped it. Yo, Randy. Like, she minute. drops it, picks it back up, drops it again. I don't know. I guess he drops it like it's hot. I don't know. <laughs> Dave says, uh, but she sounds amazing as an American. I would hope so. She's from Florida. <laughs> Her family is from Russia. Is Rusev and she can from speak Bulgaria? Russian. Yes. Okay, so yeah. he really is. But she's she's American. Like don't don't let that fool you. Um, yeah, she's she's actually an American. So she might have dual citizenship or something like that. I don't know. She's a sleeper agent. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Who knows? I, I certainly not me, but uh, I cracked up at Kev, going back to Kevin Owens show. I cracked up at the bit that they had with uh, with they were like, "Oh yeah, Leo Rush, why don't you come on down and have a seat? We got we got something for you." And they pull out. A I, I laughed at that. I laughed at that, but I also <laughs> laughed at up. Kevin Owens laughing at that because like, hey, get the chair, <laughs> and he looked at it and like it it seemed like a genuine laugh, like he really was like he didn't know it was in there. Like, oh yes, did it seem like he didn't know <laughs> it was in there? Uh, and that cracked me up. <laughs> and I like Leo Rush rolling with it. He just laughed. I was like, I see what y'all are doing. <laughs> but, you guys. Know. You guys. Um, but that led into but a I'm, match. But I'm digging all of this with yeah. Elias, Kevin Owens. They have good chemistry. Yeah. So. Because uh, I will admit that 
uh, Elias is hot. Not like I have a crush on him, but like he is <laughs> the heat that he's getting on stuff, and like you know, it, it's good. I may been on the fence going back and forth liking it, but. I like all this. So many people on. just sitting on fences. I'll never yeah. understand it. it. It hurts. Yeah. Oh, is it like a pointy fence? Yep. It's not a comfortable one. Is Should it wire? Way up there, Morty. Way up there, Morty. <laughs> 70 more episodes, Morty. Um, so that led into a match. Bobby Elias. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> I love Bobby Elias. Bobby Elias. Oh, yeah. did you see uh, when they're talking about the mixed match challenge with it was uh, who is who's with Bobby now? Mickey James. Mickey Bobby. Mickey Bobby. Mickey Bobby. Yes, go with Mickey Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Mickey go. Bobby. Mickey Bobby. Um, do we think Dean Ambrose is going to become heel? Said, asks Dave. I feel like it's too obvious. Yeah. It's like... It's going to be Roman that turns on him. Or Drew's going to turn on Dolph, and he's going to join They're the gonna shield. They're both switch. Yeah. Both switch. Dean switches... And so is Drew, and they switched. Now Drew's in the Shield, and yeah, nah, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. They actually kind of hinted at that. They were they were saying, "Oh no, they're just trying to get ri- they're trying to get rid of you, Dean, so that they can bring in a fourth member." And uh, yeah. um, I did chuckle at the fact that they were trying to like talk to Renee. They're like, "Well, come on, you've got the inside scoop. What's going on <laughs> yeah. inside his head?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't check his phone. I don't know how often they called him. You sleep with them? Yeah, <laughs> that's irrelevant." <laughs> Uh, well, filibuster. <laughs> Do you even know what filibuster means? <laughs> uh, so after that, we got to see uh, Nia Jax going up against Alicia Fall. What was it? The, uh, <laughs> um, Ashanti. Um, I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago. Like she came out. And uh, thrice two weeks ago, uh, with the weird like s- hat and it's all white and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife was like, Why is she dressed all weird? Like, I'm like, I don't know, don't why not? Me. Why not? Can't, can't what someone what dress up? Renee says, like, Oh, I she's like it. yeah, she's like, She's dressed up as David Bowie, <laughs> <laughs> just let her dress how she wants yeah. to. Damn, Ashanti, we have the fashion police, and it's Brizongo, yeah, I love it. Let Ashanti. them get on. Ashanti. Ashanti. <laughs> I'm going to say that Ashanti. every time. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to dress up like Ashanti. Uh, but anyways, Nia Jax ends up defeating Alicia Fox. Nothing really to take away from the matchup. Uh, then we got to shield, see the shield. Going we, got the, up, we got the shield. We got the shield going up against Baron Corbin. So did you have an inkling of it was going to be Authors of Pain? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, as off soon the as, bat? Yeah. Because once, well, not immediately. Once they said that Drew and Dolph were going to be defending their titles, I was like, it's going to be the Authors of Pain. Like Which is, this is good for the authors of pain. Is and what's it? Because they just lost. But it's good for them to be in the main event with. Because they just. But lost. also, what's hysterical is when they're standing up against the shield, they're smaller. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Like they're not tall as. Yeah. Well, you put them in in the ring with someone like Johnny Flex, who's five foot five and ninety two pounds. Well, Seth Rollins was taller than one yeah. of them. Which I was shocked remember, about that. Well, remember when we went to NXT San Antonio, NXT TakeOver, and I was sitting there, I'm like, wow, they're they're not as big as I was expecting I don't remember. Because like, you see them in the ring, and you're like, those are not like ma- like as massive as they look on TV. They're not massive in, in real life. Yeah. Um, they're probably like 5'10", and, you know, but whatever. Um, 
But yeah, nothing really to take away from the match. But to be honest, I don't even remember it. Uh, so that's how memorable it was. Mm. I don't even know, man. Cheers, man. Cheers. Yes, yes. This episode of WMS Podcast brought to you by Crown Vanilla. Yep. As we're just pounding it away. Pound it. Uh, so that takes us over to SmackDown. Truth to you. Oh, before we do that, we do have a question from Dave. And it says, sorry, guys, I'm so inquisitive. First off, never apologize for watching our show and having questions for us. We absolutely love it. So keep them coming if you have them. Uh, do you think something big needs to happen? Uh, don't you think something big needs to change, i.e. a big star to come back to bring in the ratings? No. Uh, don't bring back somebody. Make a new star. Yes. Um, here's the thing. Um, they had to compete with Monday Night Football. They had to compete with the season premiere of The Voice. They had to compete with the season premiere of Dancing with the Stars. All that, okay. That's fine. You know, I don't even, like, care about ratings. Yeah. In my opinion. That's the thing. I don't really care about the ratings either. They're still one of the biggest rating rated shows on the USA network yeah. which is why they went to three hours which is why they're making these billion dollar deals with Fox because um, I don't even look it up at all I don't even look at the ratings yeah um, they they're so concerned with bringing in stars to hope hopefully boost ratings for whatever hour needs it that they're for they're using that time that they could be building new stars to give to the old guys in hopes of nostalgia in hopes of They're oh building man. new stars like leo rush i wonder what he's gonna say like you know and we've talked about it for years the years where they had an opportunity to make rusev a big star and he lost to john cena at wrestlemania bray wyatt same thing you know they've uh, had you know, opportunities to build these new stars and they just choose to you know for the for the longest Aiden time english they're building him up i don't know if he's got it in him to be honest rusev <laughs> don't but here's the thing, you know, you got a, you got a guy like Rusev who is of officially over with the crowd right now. Like he's one yeah. of the one of the hottest things on on SmackDown right now. Um, you know, you've got AJ Styles, but he's Andrade. Yes, Andrade. If they do it, if they do it right, he's going to be a big star. See, there, there's some people like they're not building up Chad Gable. Well, they're they're kinda, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's not really getting built up. He will, but he's still he's still so fresh on the new roster. But dude, if you think sorry, I'm cutting you off. No, you're they good. are building stars in NXT. Yeah, Raw and SmackDown, nah, they're struggling. They're struggling. But that's because they're wanting to make their make their stars who they want to be. You know, in NXT, it's kind of like every man for himself. Go out there, steal the show if you have to. They all steal make, the freaking show. Yeah, make the crowd love you. You know. Um, make love to the crowd. Make love to that crowd. Yes. <laughs> Picture like they're all mm. naked. Everyone back to the pile. Oh. Whoops. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, you know, you, you see a big name star come in from NXT and the crowd goes absolutely nuts for them. Ape shit. They go nuts. But then what happens? Nothing. They have a couple matches. Not and then everyone. Not all the stars. I mean. Not I mean, you look at you look at Finn Balor, who whenever he debuted on the main roster, the crowd went nuts for. Hasn't really done much. Shinsuke. Shinsuke is another one. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is probably the most successful so far. Sami Zayn. Well, it took Sami a while out for Sami Zayn yeah. to get up there. Who else? Samoa Joe. It took a little bit. Yeah. Samoa Joe's up there. But you there. look at like Ember Moon. 
it, she, she still has time. An, she still has time. Yeah, she's but that's what I'm saying. She's young. Like they have time to start establishing these people, but they're not doing it at the moment. You know, like Andrade, I feel is going to be a huge star. They're if they putting him against like AJ, Daniel yeah, Bryan. The fact that he's getting all these guys, matches. like that's that's be honest with you, that's the perfect place for Andrade. Mm-hmm. Not Raw right now is SmackDown, yeah. and you know you've got guys like Authors of Pain who are solid enough in the ring. And I'm glad that they Would now have a Would you call them solid enough? Yeah. Okay. Um, because they put... I mean, go back and watch the matches that they had in NXT TakeOvers. You know, yes, you had Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano going up against them. Yes, you had guys like The Revival going up against them. But, you know, those guys had to have opponents, and they were the Authors of Pain who, her- who held their own. So, you know, if you establish them as a credible threat... You know, don't just have them go up against jobbers. Uh, don't, don't just have them go up against local talent. And then whenever you get into the ring with guys like the Shield, you have them lose. You don't do that. Like throw the match out. They did do that. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like you, you've been establishing them for the past few weeks. Then you put them immediately in a match with the Who Shield. Who took the pin and they in that lost. match? Corbin. Yeah, that's what. I but thought. that's not the point. The point is wins and losses. What establishes a character? You know, that, established dominance. Exactly. Yes, you're making a joke about it, I but it's a, true. It's always sunny in Philadelphia joke. But. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's one of those things where you know you have to establish new stars to lead the next years, and they have not done it. Um, you know, AJ Styles <laughs> is a huge star, but he's in his 40s. Yeah. How, how long is he going to be around? How long is Samoa Joe going to be around? How long is Bobby Roode going to be around? All of these guys are short-term deals. I know short-term They're trying to push them as much because they came in late in their career. They want them to be big. Mm-hmm. I get that. And same with Shinsuke. He's about Shinsuke. the same age as John Cena, right? Like, wasn't that one of the he's big comparisons? Like, that they're about the same age? No. I think, is AJ older than John? Uh, let's see. Or is John older than I don't know. Because Shin is either what, 37 or 38? AJ Styles is 41. 41. John Cena is 41. Shinsuke. Cena's 41, yeah. Shinsuke is like 37 or 38. Let's see. We're about to find out right now. Uh, oh, you put WWE. Just, just, yeah. He's 38. 38. So still. You know, he's not going to be around for a long Rusev's time. Rusev's 32. Yeah. I'm Rusev's telling you what, 32. Like, I think, you know. That's crazy that I'm the same age as Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> you look at Rusev. What have I done with him? Also, life, that's right? the same with, uh, what's his name? Lars Sullivan is the same age as me. And, like, that <laughs> dude looks weird. like he got ran over by so many cars and, like, stayed out in the sun so much. But, you know, there's a difference. Um, I don't look as rough as him, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, um, but you know it's one of those things where if they if they take time, Oscar's thirty seven. Yeah, who would have thought? Wow. Um, but it's one of those things where you know you have time to establish new stars, and I feel like they need to start investing time in their new stars. See, there's some new stars that are, are young. Yeah, Velveteen Dream. Yes, um, he's younger than Johnny Gargano, but Johnny Gargano's pretty young too. Yeah, and Ricochet's young. Ricochet. Too. You've got Adam Cole. Adam Cole's young too. Yeah. I mean, you've got. A list. Kyle of, O'Reilly's young. You've got a list Bobby of big Fish stars. Bobby Fish is older. Yeah. Bobby Fish is older. You've got a lot of stars in NXT who... Uh, look at Aleister Black. I want to see how old Aleister Black is. Okay. I'm just interested But um, while we're talking. You know, it's it's going to be time... Here, you type it in while I, while I finish my thoughts. Um, it, it's, it's 
starting to become time to phase out your Randy Orton's, your Jeff Hardy's, your nope. you know your AJ Styles, your Samoa nope. Joe's. No, it is. It's because Alistair Black's thirty three. Yeah, so he's going to be around for at least five to seven See, like, years. And like Cassius is in the same. I think he's going to stay in NXT. Yeah. He's 38. I, I wouldn't be surprised to not see Cassius get called up. As sad as it makes me, you know, I feel like he he's kind of taking on sort of the role similar to William Regal. He's becoming the mentor. Like, because when NXT was first getting started on its own, um, he William Regal was there as sort of like he was commentator, and every once in a while he would have a match and stuff like that as well. So Still saddens me. He's not gonna be on the main roster. We don't know if he's not gonna be on the main roster, but that's not. This is beside the point. But yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like you know they have a chance to build new stars, and they just need to, you know, while the ratings are down, go ahead and start getting these people on your TV. Get them, get them used to it. Get a manager if you have to for some. Hell, Leo Rush is twenty three. Yeah. So. You know, you start establishing these new stars, start building them up, and in the next three or four years, it'll pay off. See, also at the same time, they're bringing all these independent wrestlers in, but they're also creating, creating too. Because if you follow WWE on uh, Facebook, they always take a picture of the new batch of uh, stars. Yeah, well, not just not just um, oh, yeah. Triple H shaking hands, but they have a batch of the people that they're taking in for the performance arts center. They're, they show them as a group and stuff. So there was like what there's a person they brought in from Ninja Warrior, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's uh, uh, other athletes and stuff, and they're still working on their crafts. There's a lot of people who haven't debuted yet. They have yeah. a lot of they have a lot of people in the performance center. Mm-hmm. So. Before you know it, you know, they're going to bring up other people. So. Yeah. Ben saying, sorry for joining late. I'm at work. Uh, if you've already spoken about this, what do you think about Brie Bella's botching? Uh, yeah, we actually did cover that in Raw. So uh, once the show ends, I would suggest going back and checking it out because we did talk about it. But uh, to give you the short version, it was accidental. No, no intentional, no intent there to, to, to harm. Uh, Dave asking, is there ever a chance for a punk comeback? I would highly doubt it. I'm saying no. Um, I mean, you can never say never fully, but that's one of the ones where I'd be... Never say never. I would say 98 to 99% sure that he's not coming back. I mean, he had the lawsuit. He's doing his own thing. He's having another lawsuit. Yeah, he's got another lawsuit pending. Um, And I think it's just one of those burned bridges and sour taste in his mouth. And, you know, he he wasn't fond of Triple H, and Triple H seems to be the one who's taking over. So I don't think he'd want to work with him. But you know, doofus son-in-law, yeah, idiotic daughter and a doofus son-in-law. Um, mm-hmm. But it's one of those, you know, you, you can never say never. And never, I'm gonna say that 98 percent certainty he's not gonna be coming back. So uh, break down the math. Well, you take 98 percent out of 100 percent, and that leaves a two percent chance that he's coming back. But then you take my 75% chance. Senior Joe. Senior Joe. The numbers don't lie. So going over to SmackDown, uh, we kick things off with Truth TV, not Ms. TV. I did chuckle at the yeah. fact that he used Ms. Ms.'s music to come out and yeah. do it. Um, um, Damn, Brian, what you're saying is good, but I've been told that we're going to take it's time. A, it's, it's time. time. It's, time it's time. For the seven-second uh, dance-off or whatever. Dance break. Dance break. <laughs> I, I got to chuckle out of that. What do you think of uh, Carmella with her hair change? It shows a change in character. And she's not a heel. She's not a heel all of a sudden. Is Mella still money? No. Oh. Because uh, 
Corey Graves said, you know, back when she was money, she's not now because she's <laughs> dancing like an idiot with our with truth. Um, I cracked up at the whole Dana Bryan, like, cracking up at our truth saying, really? I mean, that was great. You know, this is already better than Miss TV because, you know, you have dance contests and you're asking hard-hitting questions. And, yeah. you know, I'm loving this. It's great. Um, Miss came out and said, you know, that's mine. That's my show. You're stealing it so on and so forth that's my line that's my line that's my show and then uh, and then Paige books a match that says alright well you have to face our truth for your show <laughs> a what you know, the crowd was definitely into uh, to our truth I, I love our truth yeah um, but unfortunately Miz ended up getting the victory while teasing Daniel Bryan throughout the entire match because he was on commentary I wonder if he's a millionaire he okay, I know, uh, truth I know he has all his kids and stuff, but <laughs> and probably not. Hey, he's probably accumulated the money over the years, but uh, maybe he invests. Yeah, and for those of you who happen to be watching on uh, Facebook Live, feel free to go over to our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, uh, because we've got a poll going up this week I asking. Yeah. Yep, it's in the backyard. Oh, okay. In my backyard? Yeah. Oh, I'll okay. put the poll up in your backyard. I didn't ask for that. You better take that down. Um, Change it. So we have a questionnaire for you folks. Better? Yeah. Okay. Uh, asking, uh, would you like to see The Miz as WWE champion again? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think the front runner is yes right now. So yes. There's been uh, like 1,500 votes or so. The Miz is going to be AJ Styles. So let us know in the poll if you would, in the questionnaire. Uh. If you would like to see him <laughs> as champion again. <laughs> Paul. Uh, yeah. Pinching a tent. Uh, what? <laughs> you pinching a tent in the backyard? <laughs> yes. You knocked that off. <laughs> uh, after that, we got to see Seamus going up against Big E. And uh, Big E actually sent out a tweet over the weekend or over the course of the week saying that uh, during his time in FCW, Seamus came in and was like bullying some of the people, but it was like back in 2009. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this was like going into the match, trying to establish some heat on Seamus or if it's like a legit complaint. Um, I don't know. But anyways, the match ended with uh, Seamus being victorious over big E. Hmm. So, yeah. So Check was that out. one of the matches you missed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but before the match, I did watch this next thing. Oh, yeah, the Rusev, Lana, and Aiden English segment. What happened in Milwaukee? We'll never know. I guess know. we'll find out next week. We already know what happened in Milwaukee. What happened? Our truth mistakenly called Milwaukee Green Bay. That is true. He came out and said, Green Bay, Wisconsin, what's up? Milwaukee, Milwaukee. <laughs> and then Michael called, Truth, we're in Milwaukee, you dope. <laughs> One of the... One of the greatest moments of Raw. Yeah, I like that. And that really started the confused R-Truth character. Like, he was the fun-loving rapper and all that, but that, that really got him. What was the moment where, I forgot who was in the ring, and R-Truth came out to, like, say something about him, and they're like, you're not even in this match. Truth. Money in the bank, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And he's like, and it was, I think it was The Miz telling him. He was like, Truth, you're not even in this match. Oh, my bad. <laughs> that was All pretty right. good. I like that. that Sorry, was, guys. That was really good. I'm going to pin Carmella. <laughs> so that's that's kind of where it really started. Um, so accidentally called Milwaukee Green Bay. 
Wisconsin. And I love the fact that the crowd cheered for it. <laughs> yeah. it like, Green Bay, Wisconsin! <laughs> what? What's up? What's up? Oh, well, then wait. they were chanting Milwaukee later on. Yeah. Um, so we got to see Rusev come out with Lana and saying uh, that Aiden English has betrayed him. And it was on the on the worst day, or on what day? In Rusev Day, yes, he did it on Rusev Day, and that makes him a traitor. <laughs> How dare he do that? Um, so Aiden English came out and basically said, you know, here's what happened. Here's the reasoning why. You know, when you and I first got together, we were running, we were running the show. It was Rusev Day all over, and here's a highlight video and sentimental music to to show how much it it was great. But the reason it started going downhill was because of Lana. It was her fault. Um, so, you know, Rusev was like, what are you talking about? It has nothing to do with Lana. Yeah. And uh, Aiden English said, well, Lana, are you going to tell him what happened in Milwaukee that one night? And drops the mic. That one night in Milwaukee? What happened in Milwaukee? What happened? What happened in Milwaukee? We'll find out next, next week. week. Tune in next week as we find out, and uh, we'll talk about it as well because he apparently has Let's video talk evidence. about it. And stuff's going to happen and emotions. What and went down things. in that hotel room? What happened in Milwaukee? And Ben saying that he has this Lucha Underground shirt. So that's cool. So that means you were either in Phoenix, San Diego, or Houston. So very cool stuff. I like it. My Lucha Underground shirt. I yep. like it. I like this shirt. Mm, yes. Uh, so after that, we got to see Ty Dillinger going up against Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the matchup was quick. Uh, ended up in a disqualification after Randy Orton appeared. I feel like this can't be like the next feud for him. It's not. He's just beating He said up. it's not. It's not. Um, because uh, he was asked backstage, uh, you know, Orton, is this is this is Ty Dillinger your next uh your next nope, target he, beat said, his ass. he said no it's just that perfect 10 crap pisses me off so you know that's what happened um so todd dillinger ends up getting the victory over shinsuke via disqualification nothing really take away from the match we'll either see todd dillinger get a rematch or he'll go up against orton and either way he's gonna have his ass handed to him uh, <laughs> after that we got to see becky lynch Oh, what did you think about uh, Becky Lynch attacking Charlotte during her photo shoot? Did you see that? I did not. Oh, man. It was funny because like, Charlotte was like, oh, check out my new shirt. Yeah, here's a photo shoot. And then all of a sudden, Becky shows up and, and oh, attacks yeah. her and like throws her into throws her into the wall. And like she falls down. And she's like, uh, hey, camera guy, get back in here. Don't run away. Like Take my picture. And so she puts her, puts her foot on top of Charlotte. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, pictures were taken. Uh, but that led into the matchup with uh, Becky Lynch going up against Lana, and uh, Becky Lynch got the win. And the fans were chanting Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted Denver know what, fans chanting Milwaukee. Yeah, they want to know what happened in Milwaukee. Yeah, and that takes us. That was actually the main event. That takes us into the uh, the final segment for SmackDown. Uh, the contract signing between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Paige was out there, and AJ Styles was out there. Paige was hoping to keep the peace, and. Um, we got to see Samoa Joe up on the screen saying, oh, wow, you're all the way in Denver, aren't you? That means you're not home. And look what I happen to be standing next to. Your house. Your house. Hey, WWE presents In Your House. Um, that's where we're going next. That's going to be the next pay-per-view. Mark my word. That's going to happen. In AJ's house. Yes. Um, so he cut a promo, and I kind of cracked up 
at the fact that AJ was trying to respond to it. Like, hey, man, don't go in there. Like, okay, well, you know, the, the way that Samoa Joe is presenting himself, you can tell that it's pre-recorded. Like, yeah. this isn't a live live thing, and he has no way to to respond to AJ. Yeah. So he's like, oh, are you feeling that sense, that feeling of vulnerability right now? Good, you should. And he's like, hey, man, I'm begging you, don't go in there. Like that to me, that kind of lessened it a little bit. Like if AJ would have just had the mic, if he wouldn't have held the mic up and was just like, you know, don't you go in my house, don't do it. You know, you better not. You son of a bitch, I'll kill you. Um, like that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him get furious um, because you know he, he uh, Samoa originally popped up on the on the screen and AJ immediately signed the contract. I was like, okay, I've signed it. Let's get to the fight. Oh, AJ. Um, yeah. So he rang rang the doorbell and was like daddy's home yeah that was so creepy but it was so good like he's tonight done, I, I i like this samoa joe he's so vicious he's so oh, anything he's know, done villainous he's, yeah he's dastardly yeah he's really get down to business daddy's home brass tax <laughs> daddy's home <laughs> anyway yeah. Uh, so that pretty much does it for SmackDown. All in all, I, I enjoyed SmackDown more than I did Raw. Uh, I feel like they've been putting on a, a better better product. Uh, Dave asking, why are they pushing Becky Lynch as Vince hates her mic skills? Uh, I'll disagree. Well, I don't know how Vince feels about yeah, her mic skills. Know. I'll call him. I don't, yeah, yeah, you do that. You call him and let us know. Uh, I don't have any <laughs> issues with her mic skills. I feel like the past couple of promos that she's done have been really good. Is and, she on um, fire? Yes. I wanted to stay away from that straight one. Straight fire? Yes. Yeah, he's straight fire right now. Crooked fire. Crooked. It's curved. Curved. Curved to the... No. Um, <laughs> so, I, and I feel like, you know, it's she's she's deserving of, of this of this run. And I've, I'm looking forward to seeing what she does more with her character. Um, her disarmor light move looks weird. Yeah. She looks like I don't know, like how the arm's sticking out, and she's going. Like, I don't know. It's more of a shoulder tri- type of injury, okay? Because that's what it, you know. Like, what's she holding on to right here? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, Ben saying Joe is killing it at the moment. Definitely needs needs the belt soon. Defo. Otherwise, I'll make him look. It'll make him look weak, uh, losing all the time in big matches. And that's something that we've wanted for a while for him Spoiler to joke. get the chance to hold the title. And I feel like maybe, just maybe, they'll let him do it because the game's about to come out. And, you know, they wanted him to hold the title until... Well, so the game is out well, for the Deluxe Edition right before the pay-per-view, right? Yeah, it'll be after. See, so, you know, And that's why I'm wondering, like, when the Million Dollar Challenge happens because they're probably going to want him to hold the title until oh, that point. damn it. I, yeah, I don't you don't know. know. I mean, it's pure speculation. I'm just making stuff up, but... We should do it. Yeah. Million dollar challenge. I mean, we can do it. That'd be fine. Let's do it. We're going to lose. Uh, Anthony asking, who do you think Randy Orton's next rival will be, and do you think he should have a championship? Nope. Uh, yeah, as far as championship, I'm okay nope. with him not being it because the last couple of title reigns that he had, he didn't really do a whole the lot The championship with it. that he is going to win is the skin off of Jeff Hardy's ear? Yes, he's gonna pull. He's going off of after physical trophies, not not belts, not inanimate objects. I will take your ass. Whoa, that is graphic. Um, but as far as who his next rival will 
rival will I be? I have no, I have no clue. No idea. Um, I mean, Jeff Hardy's out of the picture, obviously. Um, Shinsuke's got the title. Both Hardys are out of the picture. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I can't really think of anyone who is. I mean, maybe Rusev. Maybe he goes after Rusev next after the whole Aiden English thing is over. Shinsuke. See, he had he had opportunities to go after Shinsuke, but he worked with him instead. Our truth. Um, our truth. I don't know if that would if that would help him any. Carmella. Now that one might that might help him a little bit. Uh, I don't <laughs> know, man. Um, but yeah, as far I'm not sure who his next opponent, his next rival will be, but I don't think he should have the championship. I've, to be honest, I'm I'm I think we're looking at the final maybe two or three years of Randy Orton's career. Oh, um, he might be he might still want to go, but if I were in that position, He's I'd not say doing as no. much movies and stuff as John Cena. Yeah. So I wonder what he would do afterwards. <laughs> ben said, uh, he's Orton is the human version of the predator taking body parts as trophies. Yep. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. Um, let's see. There was another one. Uh, we had how long before Rhonda goes back to the UFC. She doesn't seem to be clicking as a WWE superstar. I don't I'll, know if she's going to go back to the UFC. Yeah. I mean, maybe one day, but to, uh, to be honest, she's clicking for me. Yeah. I don't have any too. issues with me her. Too. Uh, she needs a little bit of work on her mic skills, but she's starting to come up there. Um, a wee superstar. Yes. A little superstar. Um, but yeah. Um, Gregory, I'm loving the random R-Truth push. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's always been entertaining. And if you ever get a chance to go to a WWE live show, not a televised show, but a live show, those guys, like, they can be so much more entertaining than what they're allowed to show on TV. Like, if you go to one of them, you get to see stuff. You know, they're just so much more entertaining. Well, they're uh, trying different things at house shows. That's true, too. They want to try out some things and and see what clicks and what doesn't with the crowd. And when R-Truth went up against Harper at, at... at the Beaumont show that we went to. Uh, I mean, he was entertaining as heck. He was one of the favorite fan favorites there. Yeah. yeah I mean, they were going nuts for him. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, let's see. <laughs> um, let's see. Going into hot topics now, Nikki Cross. <laughs> uh, Nikki Cross uh, worked some weekend shows with the main roster. So it looks like they, they yeah. might be getting ready for her to, to come up to the, the main roster once again. Or not when I say once again, but uh, I feel like she worked with them not too long ago. And so now they're maybe getting ready to, to push her up again. Yeah. Um, James Storm posted a tweet possibly teasing a, uh, a return to WWE. And I know you wanted to talk about that a little bit, um, saying he's probably just going to be staying in NXT. See, I case. think he's like 40 or 41. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Hey, good for him, man. But I guess at the time, because when he okay when he did the NXT thing, I don't think he signed like a contract yet. But they were bringing him in for a yeah. little bit, and then he left to go back to TNA. And then he left TNA what a year afterwards, or I don't know, a year and a half, or yeah. so. I don't know. Then he's been working random shows and stuff. We saw him at the Arrow Lucha show. Yeah, we did. Got an autograph um, from him on a T-shirt with John John Morrison, and then we donated that to Wrestlethon. Yes, that was pretty cool. So Glad we got to be a part of that. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it is cool that WWE is taking certain superstars, even though like, whoops, sorry, I keep on hitting your laptop. <laughs> my bad. Not my but, laptop. Um, my wife's. I know they wouldn't take like, oh, we're gonna take a forty-four year old, 
but you know they'll take like uh, 37, 38, mm-hmm. maybe thirty nine, and like in maybe. the past they wouldn't even touch people like that. Yeah, like there's no way in hell they would take Christopher Daniels because he's like forty. Christopher Daniels is the same age as Kurt Angle. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, Caroline saying, "I'm sorry, but it's a no from me on the Ronda Rousey. She just has so much work to do, and she's already champ. So yeah, no, uh, don't like it." Um, well, you have to you have to think of it this way. She's a she's a huge draw. Uh, she's a big name in the world. You know, if if people think UFC, one of the names that comes up is Ronda Rousey. Um, so for the fact that she is in now in WWE, it leads a lot of fans going, okay, well maybe we should check this out. Maybe we should go over there and see it. Yeah. So you're not going to have her. You know, unfortunately, it's just part of the business that when you bring in a big draw, you're not going to have them go up against a bunch of nobodies. You want them in the championship picture. Yeah. Same goes for Brock Lesnar. Somehow he's worked his way into championship matches way too early in his UFC career. Uh, he got like what three wins when he first got the the championship match. I mean, it's this, yeah. it's just the same thing. It's a big name draw. Um, so you put them in a big big event and people tune in for it. It's all about ratings and money and doing all that stuff. Um, Rhonda, I will give her credit, and I've said this uh, numerous times over the show, she's putting in the work in the ring. Like, she's, she might not be the most seamless wrestler right now. Rhonda, do work! She's doing work. She's getting out there and work putting do. on solid enough matches. She's put on entertaining matches, in my opinion. Uh, like I said, the only thing that she really needs to work on is her, uh, her mic skills. The only thing I'm, like, not... I don't like that much is uh, like I don't like how and it's it's a normal thing but like she's like this smiling love and then she like gets mad but she like switches back you know back and forth mm-hmm. and that's, that's a normal human reaction but like with her I don't know I know she's not like she's the badass but mm-hmm. I, I don't know I mean there's nothing wrong with it but I feel it's weird for but someone who is like you know supposed to be a UFC badass and stuff and I don't know I know she's supposed to have a human side and I guess they're showing that but and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to work on that so that you know in the next within the next year she'll she'll be good on her own you know but she's she's trying, and I, I got to yeah. give her credit for that because you look at she's some working of the, more dates than Brock Lesnar. That is true. That's for as sure. Well, you know, she she's showing up at, tours. Yeah, house shows. She's not all at, house shows. Yeah, but she showed up at a few house shows, and um, you know, another thing you have to look at. Yeah, she wasn't on Raw this week, but they said you know she's on a global promotional tour again. Yeah. That gets the brand name out there. That gets people 